Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Food fam, this is the Walk and Talk podcast, and I am your host, Carl Fiadini. Today, we are podcasting on site at Ibis Images Studios, where food photography comes alive. Get with John Hernandez, check him out at ibisimages.com. Chef Jeffrey Schlissel. How the hell are you, my man? A little tired today, but I'm fabulous. Oh man! I, Especially know. after that espresso, John gave me. Oh, I know it's great. It's 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 great. Um, so uh, we're talking brisket today, right? Yeah, and some chicken. Yeah, and some elote, right? Yeah, we had a little function over at uh, Cahaba Club. I was helping Marvin out. And, uh, yeah, you had the uh, Columbia Restaurant Group, yeah. folks. Those dudes and those ladies over there, wow, they do just, a great job. They're fantastic people. Yes, and the hospitality—they were so just thankful for getting fed today so you know you're appreciative is i guess the word we really want to use i think that they are a terrific group uh casey yeah he's he was great to work with i don't know if uh, chef jerry was there he's another good guy i was introduced to some corporate chef there so a good most of the sous chefs were there this time around um but i was introduced to a corporate chef they had a grand old time out there. They really did. Marvin did a phenomenal job showing them the ag B&B that he's got there. And he was talking about a little bit of, you know, what he's going to be doing in the back part of the portion of the property with the Airbnb. They love the cows next door. So that was pretty cool to have the cows walk over to the fence or the bulls walk over. So that was cool for some of them because they never saw that before. So you and and so uh, we got you a gig to uh, to cook over there for yeah. the group, right? At first, they were like, when I, either it was you or Marvin, were like, yeah, they're the Colombian. So I thought like Colombian, meaning from the country. I didn't hear Colombia, <laughs> right? So I'm like, oh yeah, we'll just do some like you know Latin you know cuisine. This is easy for me. And then he's like, no, no, it's the Colombia group. And I'm like, oh, this should be fun because me being from the East Coast. You know, you and I, and actually John Hernandez, all of us being from the East Coast, we don't have salami on Cubans. Yeah, that's your story. So I didn't want to do anything like that. And I made a joke about it. And I'm like, listen, I'm from the East. This is the West. I didn't want to have the Crips and Bloods get into it. So I just did Floridian barbecue. Yeah, and that's what we kind of, yeah, we don't get biggie over here. No, no, not on Marvin's farm. No, no way. Yeah. So we just did a, we did a really cool rendition of the brisket. We did it in the orange, um, classic old fashioned, hit it with a lot of bourbon. We did uh, barbecue beans that had the uh, bourbon there as well, a little bit of molasses and brown sugar. What else was in the beans? Though? So the beans have like four different or five different ones. They do uh, pink Dominican beans, the butter beans, pinto beans, red kidney beans, and then some baked beans in there as well. But I drain out all the liqueur that's in the beans so that's kind of a neutral flavor profile at that point. 
And then I add in all the stuff that goes in as far as the original, um, the OG rub that John got a little bit of. So that goes in there with um, the barbecue sauce. And then you just heat, heat it and uh, let it go. Yeah. And then we did chicken. The, the chicken I did, I did an agave and tequila. So, But I used two different types of tequila. I used an añejo tequila. Mm-hmm. And then I used a mascal. And the mascal, um, I marinated mandarin oranges for about three or four days. And then we did roasted or grilled corn. And that was the elote. I used some um, coltija cheese and some cu- um, cucumbers and sliced those up. And then we did a rendition. And the guys from... Um, Ulele, they were just freaking out over the watermelon feta cucumber kimchi that I did that I actually compressed with the Añejo um, tequila. So it had that flavor profile in there. They were just like, this is never even thought of feta and watermelon matched that well. And it's really cool when you have somebody that's in the business that validates some of your flavor profiles. It's really cool. That Especially way. from an Ulele. outfit like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these these guys and the gals over at Columbia Group, they're doing some fantastic stuff over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the original one has been around for 100, 100 plus years. Yeah. 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 There, I, was, I met the guy, um, ironically enough, I'm like, how many, I was just talking, like, how many different restaurants? Because I know there's one in St. Augustine. He's like, oh, that's my store. I'm like, you came over from St. Augustine? He's like, yeah, we drove over and just to see the farm. And, and it, I think the building that it's in, too, is... You know, uh, a couple hundred years old or something. The like one that. out here, or the one over in in, in, in Saint Augustine. Oh yeah, that that one's like one of the, right, right on the main strip, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it just it's really cool because not only the validation, but for chefs to see, like you know, Marvin has right outside his farm where he's you know that's his home. He has those Barbados apples that are like the cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, they just freaked out over those. Every single one of the the cooks and the chefs walked over. Oh, they like, were they were uh, they were yeah. on the tree. On the tree? Yeah, so they they were awesome. they were popping. I mean, the pinks and reds, and some were green that were just coming in. You know, I um, we were just talking about the farm mm-hmm. and Marvin and uh, what we might do, right? Um, you know, so uh, you know, there's a we've got a lot of chefs that are part of the walk and talk alumni, right? Chef mm-hmm. alumni that have been on the program or, you know, we're culinary partners, whatnot. And, um, I want to get, I want to bring them all together and throw a bash and throw a bad ass party. Um, you know, like a food, food industry party, but I want to have all our chefs over there. Yeah. It'd be cool if we can do it like towards, you know, August, September, October, because then that's when the season starts to go. So it's almost like kick off the season bash kind of thing for before you know, it gets busy. Again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, maybe a Sunday or a Monday or something like that. Yeah, definitely. And have some of the vendors and do it like potluck, but would be really cool if to throw it in there for everyone that's local. Uh, to Keystone, because that's where Cahaba Club is. If they're local in an hour d- driving distance and they're hearing this and they want to meet some of the alumni and, and taste some of the phenomenal food and, and introduce yourself, you know, to the, to us. And so we can get some feedback on how we're doing. What a great opportunity for people to come out to the farm and actually have some fun and, and then have some really co- cool food. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know what? It's probably a good idea. We kind of hinted at it in, in our conversation, but, you know, it might be a good idea to, um, you know, to have some of the, you know, walk and talk vendors come out too. you know, Peninsula Food and, um, you know, 
I don't know, Melina, the, the whole crew, 813 Tequila, like just have everybody come out, maybe put up a booth or at least use the product and uh, in everything we're doing. Right, their, their and showcase. Products. showcase. Mm-hmm. And also, if, if there's a chef out there or um, people in the industry that want to get to know how to get on the show or actually look at some of the vendors we have, this is a perfect opportunity for them to come out too as well. Yeah, true story. Um, I mean, it's definitely something that we could uh, – we need to put this together, man. We have some time, but, you know, as you know, time is uh, – you know, runs through the hour. It's the most expensive year. thing we have. Indeed, it is. It's very expensive. So is my wife. <laughs> but, you know, that's another story um, for another time. Right. That's not for today. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I was really excited about that brisket you were talking about. Yeah, it just, you know, when you do something and you have some fun with some flavors, it's just amazing when you do. How long does it take you to, to do your brisket? 10 to 14 hours. Yeah. And it depends on the brisket because sometimes you can go 14 hours and that brisket is not done. I I am going to uh, procure a uh, Creekstone Farm brisket for us to to play with. Okay. <laughs> Yes, uh, I can see where this is going. Oh yeah, yeah, no, baby. I I want you to to do something stupid with it. I want it to be amazing, like the best thing you've ever made in your you know culinary career. Challenge accepted per se. You know, yeah, challenge accepted. Okay, I can think of a couple of different things. We got to have the baked beans. Whatever we're gonna Those do. Those beans sounded yeah right. <laughs> That is a bar none. I didn't, you know, I went in there thinking there's no way the group's going to want to eat beans. They see beans every single day, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, they love those beans. So I'm like happily tickled in pink because again, when you have butter beans mixed in with some of the other smaller beans, it's just the mouthfeel, the texture is so different, but the ingredients that you throw on the spice, because I call them Diablo <laughs> and they're Diablo because there's a habanero pepper in there. Nice. Do you know what I did once? Uh, so this is a, this is probably 15 years ago. There was a Cisco show up in, uh, where was that? North Carolina, up somewhere in one of the North Carolina uh, spots there. And, um, I went there representing, uh, cafe Don Pablo. This is a coffee company. Mm -hmm. So I'm up there and, uh, it was, it was right around the the time of, uh, whatever the world cup was for that year. I don't, don't recall exactly the date, but, uh, Argentina, I think it was, was in there. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the, uh, one of our buyers was from, Argentina, mm-hmm. you know, a coffee bar. So uh, they were handing out um, jerseys of all the teams. And I was like, oh, man, look at that. So to get one, you had to eat a habanero. Now, I'm, I should have just went to the store and bought one, right? <laughs> but um, I decided, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. What mm-hmm. the hell? You know, it's a stupid pepper, you know, right. tough guy, you know. So I, uh, I, th- I threw this pepper in my mouth. And immediately da, 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 swallowed it. And I was like, oh, this is nothing. Until tomorrow. No, until <laughs> 10 seconds later. <laughs> was, Oops. Yeah, no, it was it was an overwhelming. The feeling was literally from my scalp to the end of my feet. And um, and it was terrible. It was it was exactly 10 minutes of of torture and pain and bread and milk and none of that stuff does a, a thing. Um, it was horrible. Now I will tell you this, as soon as it went away, as soon as the, as soon as that, the pain and torture and, uh, you know, crying and gnashing <laughs> of the teeth, as soon as that all curled ended, up in the fetal position, right. I had 
I had about, a half, I don't know, three or four minutes of the absolute most clarity I've ever had in my life. My vision was crystal clear mm-hmm. and my thoughts were so, it, it was, it was precision. It was amazing. I, for a moment I said, wow, I got to do this once a week. Naturally, no, let me do that again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, forget it. But you know, at the end of the day, man, it was really an amazing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the end. Right, not during. Correct. So there's there's funny story when when I used to work for the, the previous employer, I had they came out with a ghost pepper cheese, and then they got into um, partnership with a guy named Ed Tuey, and Ed Tuey has a farm in North Carolina called Butt Pucker, and that's the name of the farm. <laughs> his specialty and his number one customer for his farm is the DOD Department of Defense. And he has weaponized peppers where he came out with the Carolina Reaper, which is about 2.2 million Scoville units. Well, pepper spray from a cop is about 2.1 million. And one of the things he came up with this doing the farm was he was going to medical school, but flunked because he was dibbing into too much wacky weed. Um, so he kind of flunked out because he wasn't going to class, obviously. But he was hypothesizing that people, somebody in his family develop cancer and he hypothesized that around the equator that's the least amount of cancer so he thought it's got to be the capcasium so that's why he started it and he crossed a scorpion pepper which is trinidad it's a naturally occurring one it's about 1.2 million and 1.4 million scoville units and crossed it with a um, cayenne pepper to get the 2.2 mil- million um the um carolina reaper but he has a pepper that's 5.5 million Scoville units, and that's wow. that's going to the DOD. Well, we met him, and it was re- he's a really cool cat. And you get to, you know, I, I love Scotch bonnets, which is about 650,000 to about 800,000 um, Scoville units. And I was at Publix the other day, and I'm like, hey, why don't you guys get Scotch bonnets? Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. They don't want any lawsuits. <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing. They got habaneros, and he's like, well, you know, they tell us it's the same. I'm like, go ahead and tell that to a Jamaican. Because it's completely Hob- different. Listen, habaneros are terrific, and they, they meet the needs of both sides. Yeah, but the Scotch Bonnet has a wonderful flavor, fruitiness to it, as well as the heat. And that's what I love about that pepper. Right. You know, I can't, I can't go anywhere. I can't use a habanero and make a habanero sauce that's a Jamaican sauce. It's going to be a habanero sauce. Ironically enough, everybody today was like, how spicy was the beans? And I'm like, well, I didn't realize, you know, because most people I deal with that I don't like to go full on with the, what my, my plate, uh, spice palette is. So I kind of made it like a one or two. Somebody took it. <laughs> Somebody took the little magic. That's why I called it El Diablo. I left it whole so you can pierce it. Somebody the first one off, it was gone. I, I turned around. I'm like, I have no clue where it went. Hmm. So the first five people must have taken it. And Marvin, that's Marvin has it. <laughs> right. 
So I was on a phone call today um, with a chef that I haven't spoken to in a long time. He was a good friend. His name is uh, Chef Kurt Hicken. All right. He, um, he's from uh, South Florida and uh, he used to work. When I met him, this was like, pff, God, I don't know, 2011, 2012, something like that. Um, he, we met, he was at, uh, he was at uh, American Social down there on Las Olas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, he's a good dude. Really good guy. And uh, we wound up having a conversation today. I haven't talked to him in years. And, um, you know, he was telling me, because uh, he might, he may come up here, may not, you know, there's some some circumstances there. And, uh, but he was like, hey, did you know there was a car accident several years ago? I was like, no. I want to get this guy, I want to get him on the podcast mm-hmm. because this guy's story is phenomenal. First of all, um, he's very awarded in terms of uh, chefdom uh, down there in South Florida. And you know, so, uh, he had a great career. He's very talented, knows what he's doing. A few years ago, he, uh, he's changing his tire on uh, state road seven and he gets uh, plowed by a, a car. He's in a coma for five months, right? Went to sleep for five months, had all sorts of challenges, of course, with that, you know, he's working not on a uh, disability, None of that stuff. I, I'm so impressed by the, um, the, uh, just that level of, um, tenacity, like just to like the fortitude if you do that. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, yeah. so anyway, I want to get him on a show, uh, coming up here in the next few weeks, whatever. He's a cool dude. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but, yeah. uh, look him up though. I will check him out. We definitely got to get Manny on the show. Um, Manny is the de- gentleman that the chef that I, flew up to Detroit oh, to yeah, do with right, Team right. He is right now. Um, I want to do a big shout out to Robert and uh, John John and the guys over at Arrow Marketing along with Manny. Um, they're up in Wisconsin right now. They're doing it. So they're doing it again. So the next one is going to be over in Nashville. And uh, my buddy Art Letta is going to be over there this weekend. And uh, he's going to be throwing it down with Manny. So it should be some fun. But that let me tell you something. That cooking for 165 people three times on Saturday, three times on Sunday, it's, and then the timing that you have, people don't realize that what we do as chefs and how much control we have to have over things. And my wife, she hates how much control I have to have over certain things, especially when they're dealing with the kitchen. But I mean, we literally serve food from five forty-five until two o'clock. You know, but this is why I think that there should be more female chefs because they want to control everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like every of, chef does. Of, yeah. I mean, if I, if I just did, you know, attribute this to uh, my own life, <laughs> Listen, I got there's I love when John, you I'm, you you I'm actually kidding. you actually no, no, John's sitting here with his hand in his face. You actually follow one of our, my good friends, Michelle Matthews, and she's a oh, traveling sure. yeah, chef. Yeah. She's another great person because here's another opportunity for people, and I'm talking male, female, who want to get into exploring what the culinary uh So she's cool as can be. Oh, she has there were some stories f- even better. Well, <laughs> You need to go back and check out like the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, there was something she posted something, and, it, and she I, does all the time. No, 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 but it was. I saw your comment. Was, you did, yeah. Oh okay. yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah. did you see? But then there was like this whole f- yeah, fifteen other comments, fiery thread about it. And I'm like, 
what the hell is wrong with you people? Like, like really, I, your, like, your comment was good. It was something to do with how to talk to something, and you made a comment, and I went, oh, and I just sat back. It, it was literally the poop show, eating popcorn and watching it happen. <laughs> by the way, by the way, John was the model for the emoji uh, face with a hand on the plant. Yeah. Hand well, plant. yeah, yeah, I saw that just a second ago. Uh, but we, but. Uh, um, Michelle and I were side chatting. Right. You know, I was like, she's like, no, I didn't take offense to that. I was no, like, no, there was won't. no reason. Well, there was nothing to be. Yeah, honest. I know. But you have to, like, a sidebar, you need to find she's out. Like my, she's like, my friends really protect me. I'm like. For, she she has been through um, just, a, and there's a lot of people out there have been through the ringer, and she has, and she's got a wonderful story. Um, you know, I check on my peeps all the time and she's one of them that every once in a while I'll leave her alone for a while. And then all of a sudden she gets popped in the, uh, in the, uh, Facebook messenger. It's like mental health checkup. And, um, then she just, Hey, this is what's been going on. But I love when she gets to back to the lady lair and she shows like the feet up on the couch yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like, um, I'm back here. Um, but I guess the reason why I love it so much is because there's so many different avenues, so many different gateways for chefs to do stuff that you never even thought of. Like I never thought I was going to be cooking for team McLaren. That is such a great experience. <laughs> yeah. Never in my entire life. And I didn't realize how many other teams do the exact same thing. They all do it. Mm -hmm. Never knew it. Everybody has to have catering, right? People need to eat. <laughs> never thought of it. Yeah. You who just would have thunk it, but the imagine, you know, like we were talking the last time you have what three, three trucks just alone, for where they fix their cars, repair the cars, and everything they do, and they actually haul the cars. That's not even including everything else that goes along with it. Right. Like, I didn't even, like, when they said 90 people for the crew, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Mm -hmm. And then you have 75. I mean, I know in Indy, I think they were cooking for upwards of 120 people, plus the 90. And again, it's, you're doing it out of the back of a truck. It's a, a quarter of the truck. I want to go to an after party at the winter, <laughs> you know, for the winter. Oh, that's got to be sick. Right? You know, what's funny, I, I, I didn't tell you this, but um, there's an F1 racer, and I, my, his name slips my mind right now. On racer X? LinkedIn. He heard our podcast, hit me up on LinkedIn, because he was, was the F1 when I showed the pictures of the McLaren race. He jumped on the board. So if you're listening, thanks for joining us uh, to following us and listening to the podcast. And I, I How do you know that? He, he messaged me. No kidding. Yeah, right out of the blue. That's so cool. So I was like, oh, my God, this is really cool. And he's, he's like in the trying to get to the big leagues, whatever, you know, like the, he's like, I guess the, uh, what do you call it in baseball when they're not in the major league? Minor league. Minor league. Yeah, yeah I guess he's a minor league dude. But it was so cool to get his information like pop up on my LinkedIn account. And as you're going to go ahead and talk, I'll look for him. Walk and Talk Podcast, now sweetened by Noble Citrus. Bite into a juicy crunch tangerine. 40 years perfected. Seedless and oh so tasty. Or savor a starburst pomelo. The giant citrus with a unique zing. Don't miss autumn honey tangerines. Big and easy to peel. Noble. Generations of citrus expertise. Delivering exceptional flavor year-round. Taste the difference with Noble Citrus.
Oh, sure. Right. Well, that's what I, I was actually trying to find Michelle's thread because I wanted to see what the, uh, the topic was. Uh, and I don't remember what it was, but it had something to do with like a strong, uh, you know, female trying to have a, find a, a strong male or, right. you know, yes. or something like that. And I don't know. I'll so that's, there. that's Ray, Ray uh, Sheehan. So, um, Ray, thanks for following man. And, and Elaine who also listens to the podcast is the one that introduced Ray to us because she saw the, uh, pictures in the film that from, from, uh, Detroit. That's so freaking amazing. Yeah. So it's really cool that the, 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 um, family's growing from just not only culinary, but people in different industries because they hear us and they, they want to know what's going on. Do you know that we peaked, uh, in this month at, uh, we're at uh, number 35 on yeah. Apple podcast That's just, on, in the food category, not like overall, yeah. but still like the food category. We were 75, I think. Yeah. 74. Well, it goes up and like it changes every day, right? right? So, you know, there was a couple of days where we dropped out, but then we came back at like, you know, 185 or, you know, then it went to 77, whatever, you know, but, but we peaked at 35, you know? We got to peak a little bit more. I'm saying, well, yeah, but I'm just, dude, that's such a big deal. Oh, yeah. Well, you are a big deal. Yeah. I mean, nobody's reaching out to me. They're all, they're all reaching out to you <laughs> and, and John. John got John got a thing to do yesterday from a magazine. Oh, I mean, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Nobody cares about me, and that's fine. I want everyone else to win. I don't give a crap, you know. So, um, but I am available, people. No, I'm kidding. You know what would be? You know what would be a win-win for everybody? Huh? The Cahaba Club uh, alumni oh, party. Man, that's going to be badass. Whatever we're going to call it. I like what, what he we, said. What are we going to do though? What? What did he say? He said in, in the heat tonight, and I was like, "Do you remember that show?" In the heat tonight. Yeah, remember that show back in the day? Vaguely. Huh, the heat of night. The heat of night. It was the guy who played Archie Bunker. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, right. He was yeah. a cop or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. My mom, God, God, she loves that stuff. Every time I hear Heat of the Night, there's that. What's who sing that song? <laughs> heat of the Night. Heat um, of the Night. Uh, Glenn Fry? No. No. Uh, it was one That's of the Eagles. Heat is on. No, no, no. Oh, it's the Heat of On. No. The Heat of the Night. Oh. Uh, it was like, not the Scorpions, but something like that. I don't know. Oh, you're going to go back. Hmm? White, White yes. Snake? Freaking White David Snake. Coverdale. It was White Yeah, White Snake. Yeah. That's David right. Coverdale. John with the random facts. I love it. <laughs> Remember that old game called uh, You Don't Know Jack? Yeah. <laughs> John does. I don't. Oh, uh, it was the best because it had the most <laughs> random stuff just like that <laughs> with what you just did with John. Trivial Pursuit. That was cool. So it was a play on Trivial Pursuit, but it was it was more of those things you can know the topic was like history or whatever. Man, I was a kid when Trivial Pursuit came out. I mean, I chewed up all the pieces, <laughs> you know, like literally. <laughs> My uncle was awesome at that game, and he still is awesome. He probably watches the, um, what's that one where I, I feel like an idiot? Um, Jeopardy. Jeopardy's awesome. You want to hear something? Hold on, this is a kind of a cool thing. So I've, I've had a box of toys from when I was a kid. Like just, I've been lugging this thing around for years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, the other day I was like, you know, I, uh, let me see. What's, I forgot what's even in there. So I, uh, I break it open, and there's about... I don't know, 15 or so transformers. I have these, like they were huge. Uh, they were huge. Um, WWF wrestlers. Oh yeah. Giant, heavy rubber freaking wrestlers. So I had like Hulk Hogan. I had, uh, I've got the iron Sheik and, uh, Ric Flair. Uh, no, was it Roddy Piper? I don't know. I forgot. Yeah. There's another third one, whatever the hell that one. Goes. Oh, oh, it was, um, uh, uh, Andre? No, the one who jumps from the ropes. Uh, they all did? No, he was... The ultimate... The the, um, the, the ultimate did. warrior? No, man. It was... Uh, the, the, the He was like from Hawaii or something. The uh, Rock? No, dude. <laughs> I, I'll remember it in a minute. 
No, no, not Rishi. Of course you would remember that guy. Um, no, damn it. I'll remember in a second. Anyhow, but these are things like they've been in there for 40 years almost, right? right. Well, my son and daughter freaking love it. Like they're playing with it like, like it's brand new. And that makes me happy. It's the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and the Transformers are in pretty good shape, surprisingly. I wish I still had my Star Wars stuff as a kid. My dad. I had the Millennium Falcon. I'm so pissed, you know, because when I was a kid, John can attest to this. Um, and I thought I, was, I wasn't a bad kid, but, I, you know, I wasn't a good kid either, right? So <laughs> there, there was trouble. a full of poop in that, that just look that he just gave yeah. over here to my left. Well, I, I used to get in trouble quite often. Um, and I, I, I gather that. I had every everything from Star Wars. My my uncles used to bring me garbage bags full <laughs> of everything from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the giant ship, everything. Mm-hmm. Well, one year uh, I didn't do so good in school, like whatever that semester was, and everything got thrown the hell away. Uh. All of it. Everything. And I didn't just have Star Wars. I had like, you remember when, um, oh God, what was it called? Uh, the The... Medusa, it came out in like 1981, the movie uh, the, uh, uh, Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. I had all of that. They were <laughs> cast iron, like like made like amazing. Everything. I had sets from all these different things. Everything got thrown out. All of it. So my cousins, one of them's 10 years older than me and the other one's a couple years older than me. So I used to get the hand-me-downs. Mm. I got all their Matchbox cars from like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. I got their wacky pack cards too. I still have the wacky pack cards. Brought, brought them out recently and showed Jillian. She's like, "Oh, those are cool, Dad." Yeah, I found some garbage pail <laughs> kids too. That I had to. I threw. I gave away all my Matchbox cars. What? All of them. Yeah, stupid. I gave stupid. my. I found a bunch of those too. But I, I still have my comic time. books. You know, I would. Yeah, I, ha- I believe it or not, I still have a like a maybe like a f- foot or so worth of uh, comic books. I Stack wish full. I only had a foot. I have to go where John sold his because I want to sell mine. Yeah, but mine were in like terrible condition because oh. I, I used to like fold them, put them in the back pocket. <laughs> like I was that, you know, like no. I didn't collect them. I was just, I, I collected them. them. They're, they're all in uh, the special plastic that doesn't, you know, have the acid on it. The paper doesn't have the acid on it. These things are like You, you people ruined. It's people like you and you that ruined <laughs> like comic books because oh, you're supposed to read I bought them two. and beat the crap out no, of them. No, I bought two. I, and, I read one. And I saved the other one. So I have the number four edition of um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in mint condition. The thing's worth, I saw recently, was like $1,000, but I didn't sell it. So until I sell it, it's not worth anything. That's not like you. I, well, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Like, let's, let, let's be honest. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Thank God he's not HR because we would be there every, every day. Every day, you know? Every Good hour. Thing what I can find for these things. Right? right? Yeah, thank God. Wow. We get an email, bing, indication, <laughs> bing. What is this? You know, we should get a little more comments and emails when we post, too. Like, the, you know, if listeners. You know, that's the thing that, so you want to know what annoys the hell out of me? Let me tell you. Besides uh, me. Uh, well, no, you don't annoy me ever, really. But I will tell you what annoys. Well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> there are a couple of things. But, I mean, there's very few. Barking so, tree spiders. It, so uh, w- we have so much activity that swirls around the, what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's the Dirty Dash uh, cocktail hour or if it's restaurant recipes with Chef Jonathan or Chef Matt or whoever, um, you know, the podcast, all the stuff. Like nobody comments. Yeah, I know. 
the f is wrong with you? Yeah, I, there, there's some people that do comment. I mean, they're, they're, they're out there. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, but Susan that that reposts from okay, uh, wait, LinkedIn, let me, she does well, it. Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. Hold on. Yeah, I'm not talking about when the I repost right on the social media platforms. If I if I put something out specific on like Facebook and I or ask a question. Or something like that. I get tons of response. It's it's on the Spotify or the Apple. Yeah, right, that's right, what right, I'm talking right, about. Like right. on the actual platform From, itself. Right. You know, on YouTube, you know, on Spotify. I don't understand. I don't know what I have to do, but I'm keeping my clothes on. I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank you God. You're not going to so talk to me. You're not talking me out of my uh, pajama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I had a couple of farmers. That's uh, real nice. <laughs> See, ask me real nice <laughs> and throw some green at them. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of the farmers that have like said, Hey, listen, when you're talking about mental health, it'd be good if you ask the question and see if they can respond. So I know that they want the act, you know, people to kind of talk back. I do want to tell you, it was funny. It was me. Sorry. I'm rocking the chair. Manny had called me when he landed in Wisconsin. Yeah. So he's, and I, I took the phone call. I was like, Oh my God, what happened? So I answered the phone. He's like, Hey, I got a funny story to tell you. I'm like, okay. So I'm getting off the plane. I'm in the jetway. And this woman is being pushed by, a, she was in a wheelchair and she's being pushed up this, you know, the sky jet, uh, skyway. And she looks over at me and she says, excuse me, sir, but what is the bacon caterer? And so he turned around and he goes, no, it's actually the bacon cartel. And funny you should ask me because I can't make this up. I have a Jewish friend that loves bacon and he started a company called the bacon cartel. He goes, needless to say, the entire jetway was laughing hysterical. And I went, you're kidding me. I go, he goes, no, I go, did you tape it? <laughs> he goes, no. I go, part of wearing this merch is you have to tape when certain things happen like that, yeah, dude. You got to capture that. I mean, that was absolutely hysterical. And I, I did it to myself too in Detroit that I didn't tape. And the woman looked at me and she said, bacon cartel and looked right at me. And I had my pink shirt on and I started to walk. She goes, is that your real name? I go, no, it's my company's name. And it's it, my street name. <laughs> right? No, the Kingpin's the street name. Yeah. So I say. Or Hamhawk, as you called me uh, last, <laughs> last week. Hamhawk, I love it. <laughs> it's your I, new name. And what was the other one you just gave me today? I did today. Yeah, John. He said today my new nickname is going to be. It was something. It wasn't. It was Facebook. It was just today. You like we were sitting across from one another, and you went and you called me the name, and I said, "Oh, that's like the Hamhawk. I have two different." You're right. And I oh, it's remember. it's Lambda Lambda Lambda. Oh my God! Yeah, try. We Lambda. were talking oh, about my yeah. my Pi Lam Defy days. Right? <laughs> yeah, my fraternity. That's right. Days. Well, so if, right, I didn't remember because <laughs> we were talking about a party. A party. Yes. Yes, a party. And I wasn't the, invited to a party. <laughs> well, we were talking about Bolero. Mm-hmm. And if my fraternity brothers are listening, please let Carl know that you hate Bolero and why. Lambda, lambda, lambda. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I got to uh, watch that movie again. I know. Revenge so of the Revenge of the Nerds, right? kids. Uh, look it up. Look yeah, it up. if you don't know, that's... Because if, if you don't know, now you know. And listen, you, uh, at the end of the day, it's it's a wonderful insight as to how life used to be. <laughs> like. Pretty much very accurate. I mean, imagine some of the shows back in the late 70s, early 80s, and they tried to put that on today. Uh, impossible. Or those movies. Impossible. Like, like Porky's? Blazing. How about Porky's? <sighs> Great movie. Great How about Blazing Saddles? Yeah, but, you know. You, you yeah, couldn't play that like today. That. No, you you, you could know what? Not. I think you can. You, nah. I, I, I would love it. I would, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. My skin's thick. Uh, take it. <laughs> Being from South Florida, it has to be. You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny? Here's a, here's a funny uh, uh, piece of random uh, Carl knowledge. So, 
you know, uh, my background's uh, freaking Italian, right? So, uh, you know, whatever. So I, I lived in New York for, you know, about five years as a kid, right? I was born in South Florida, moved to New York, came back. Well, in the period of time I was there, I picked up a terrible, uh, <laughs> you know, accent. And, you know, it was, you know, one of these short accents, you know. And when I, when I moved to, you know, Davie, the Davie area, <laughs> um, it really, it didn't go over. No. It wasn't I, a smooth, it wasn't no. smooth. So there were, uh, you know, and, you know, growing up there, you become friends with everybody, you know, but first you got to fight. You, you fight people mm-hmm. because they don't like the way you look, where you're from, your accent, none of that stuff. And that was me. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but as, and I'm talking about like from third grade, like this stuff starts young. Oh Yeah. But by the time you get to high school, like you're everybody's family, you know, you're friends with everybody from every walk of life, life. you know, f- from, you know, local, uh, you know, local sort of farm boy to, uh, you know, whatever, everybody, right. everybody in between. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had to fight, I had to fight everybody. Usually the, the good old boys from the air neighborhood. Yeah. They were like, uh, you know, you're, you know, where's that accent from? <laughs> New well, York City, you know, like it's one of those well, things, like the Pace uh, salsa commercial. I, yeah, exactly. Think about like growing up in Hollywood, and then you would hear people from Northern Florida, and they had the twang, and you're like, "Where are you from?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm from, you know, you know, um, Ocala." And you're like, "Why do you? Why is your accent so thick? Like you live in South Georgia?" And then I realize it's kind of like South Georgia. Well, for people who don't know, the, the Davy area oh. that was like like everybody had horses. You know, like even the McDonald's had the, the what's it called? The, <laughs> yeah. Where you tie the horse up. I remember Ca- Armadillo Cafe with Kevin yeah, McCarthy. Yeah. Um, they, that, that whole strip mall had the same thing. You could wrap your horse uh, yeah. thing. And, yeah. Uh, hitch and post. post, right. Yeah, yeah, hitch and post. There you go. John, with the... With the uh, See, I'm telling you. Who d- needs Google? Don't know Jack. You got... Don't know. Who <laughs> needs Google? <laughs> www.john.com. Look it up. All right. Um, yeah, anyway, that was, it was a crazy time. That was like, you know, weird to be, um, weird to be from somewhere else and live in Davie in the late seventies, early eighties. Strange. Well, we've, we talked about it before. I remember going out on university drive and Sheridan street and it was actually just dirt road after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, where we were Sterling road, mm-hmm. uh, we were like towards, uh, right before Flamingo and it was basically dirt road out that way. And then it all got built up. Yeah. I mean, especially in the last 15, 20 years. But everybody knew when you said Emerald Hills, we knew where you're from. You know, we knew we knew what this, we know what school you went to. You know, we, we knew your religious background. You're a doctor. And it you was knew okay. your parents were lawyer, lawyer doctor, doctor. Yeah, yep. or stockbroker. Uh-huh. Yep. True story. True story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. No offense to anybody that lived over there. What's the offense? That's all great stuff. <sighs> yeah. I, I lived over in Hollywood Hills. Mm-hmm. So I lived closer to... I lived closer to Hollywood Hills High and was I had to move and go over to South Broward. That's mm. where I went to high school. I never, never really was into South Broward, man. Uh, either am I. I'm Cooper from Broward, City, Hollywood. Cooper City in the house, baby. You know? I, I, know, I know. Cooper City. I remember when you guys went on lockdown, when you guys couldn't go out for lunch. What? You guys, you were during the day, back in the day when I went to high school, we were, we were open for lunch, meaning you could go to churches or nothing. Yeah, not, you can you leave. Know. Right. Cooper City, they had to close it down because there were so many accidents and the kids, and there was that one oh, bad one yeah, where the kid yeah, flipped yeah. over right, in the canal. Right. Yes, 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 yes. And then they stopped doing right. lunch. I do remember that. Yes, yep. you're correct. Yeah. But you know what? You know what I do remember? This is way off the track of food, but um, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? The uh, there was a football game between Western High School and Cooper City High School, which is of course the rivalry, right? Right, right? huge rival. Where the the benches cleared, 
And not only were the were the teams fighting. Well, yeah, but everybody but the coaches, in the stands. The coaches and the stands, everybody was. Yeah, that was when they called the cops in and had that I mean, huge... It was a huge thing. But that was like every Friday night. No, man, this was serious. <laughs> this was like... That's like know, that's like MacArthur playing South Broward or Hills playing South Broward. I'm talking about the like coaches. If I'm not mistaken, a coach Broward. got uh, clocked in the head with a, with a helmet. <laughs> you know, like everybody was fighting. Everybody was kung fu fighting? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... um. Yeah, all right. So what are we cooking next? I heard brisket. (laughs) (laughs) I heard it. I said it. I said brisket. I guess that's what we're going to cook next. Well, I mean, Marvin was talking about a whole bunch of different things that he wanted to do. And so it doesn't matter to me. It's whatever we want to do. But I'm telling you, for this party that we're going to do with the alum, you know, each chef gets a different course or different protein and they have their way with it. And so that way each... Um, person that wants to taste, it would be so much, you know, like, God, think about the culinary talent that this show has showcased and what they can do. I mean, between Kevin all the way to the gentleman that we were at the Grand, uh, the Wyndham Grand over mm-hmm. in Clearwater. Yeah, you just Jeff published. Nana. Yeah, yeah. And he His talent, just imagine that. And Jonathan. And Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can, we're going to have a good time. I mean, I mean, how many chefs are too many of them? <laughs> well... Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! I had th- <laughs> close to 30 today, and they didn't spoil the stock. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, to cook, though. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. It depends on, like, what kind of people we're going to get. And I think, you know, if, if we're going to open the invitation to people come is out. Is this going to be for, for uh, you know, the f- random foodie? Or is this, or is it, or are we doing this for, like, a, you know, appreciation day for chefs? I think it's appreciation for chefs, but I also think we should get some social um, influencers like the Tampa Bay mom that does the Tampa oh, yeah. Food Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's a friend of my uh, nephew's. I think she should come out. I think she would have a blast. Oh, yeah. No, we can. Yeah. Now you're talking. Now you're using your noodle. Yeah. I think if we get some of the social influencers and then they can showcase some of these talent, imagine Mike coming out there. Yeah. Um, Michelin star Mike. Oh yeah. yeah. Kalantis. That, 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 that talent alone, it'd just be amazing. Yeah. But not, not just to have like him do like Michelin star, have fun. Yeah. No, I want to have a good time. But everyone to make craveable food. Mm. <laughs> Cause I don't know many places where you can have that much talent in that. I am like, I am, uh, I can't stop thinking about that sandwich from the other week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Well, uh, John's still thinking about the, the uh, dumplings. Yeah, the, look, the dumplings was were fire, but that sandwich was something else. That was a different sandwich. That wasn't a normal good sandwich. That was something else, man. Like that needs to be on a menu. It 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 will be. That that needs to go on a menu. <laughs> yeah, it would definitely will be. Again, like I told you, there's chicken's not sexy. No, there's nothing about a yard bird that you look at and be like, oh, well, I gotta have that. I mean, fried chicken, yeah. Every day you can definitely find something that's really good about a fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like your lovebirds, right? Over that's local by you, John. But I still have to try them out. Check them out. Can but, never get in. Every time I go there, there's like you, 
the parking. Well, seat. I still need to get to that brisket. What is that thing with the? Um, yeah, what, um, the brisket stop. Oh yeah, the brisket shop. Yeah, the brisket shop. I got to go to see him. And then John went over to uh, Marcos's place last night. He had a great meal over at uh, 1961 in downtown Lakeland yesterday. The Cuban restaurant. Yeah, 1961. Yeah, we, we need to get him on that. That's another one that would be great on the show. He's got such hospitality. Did you tell him that you were part of the show or anything like that? You should have. No, John doesn't do that kind of stuff. He sh- you should have. There's there's times I do, do, well, I try not to at all. Sometimes my daughter kind of like, oh, he's the chef. I usually wait until the end of it, and then I usually say it. But I, Marcus caught the tattoos and asked. So I was like, yeah. So that's when I got up from the table and he was like, here, let me show you my test kitchen and my catering hall. And I went around, I was like, holy cow, this, I mean, on the outside, it doesn't look anything what it does in the inside. It's really, especially for downtown Lakeland. What's that one on the corner? Harry's? Henry's? That's the, like the, it's been, it's iconic. It's on the. Yeah. It sucks when you're like, oh my God, it's iconic. Everyone knows it. And then you you forget your name. I don't don't have any idea what you're talking about. (laughs) No. It, it, it's, I think, well, when I used to work for the previous um, broadliner I worked for, uh, Archie, me, rest his soul, used to go there all the time. He had like a, a seat with his name on the back of it. That's how I mean, he had been going there that long. Mm. So it's been there for years. But that's usually the icon that was there until Marcus got there. And, you know, there's, there's diamonds in the rough all over the place. You just got to look for them. And Anthony Bourdain says the best, you know, support local. Oh you know, my gosh, yeah. what today, what week is today? Uh, restaurant week, right? It is. It is indeed. So this is the perfect opportunity to get off your butt, stop calling Uber, save uh, $20 on those, those fees, and go give it to the restaurant. Go give it to a server. Don't forget what we have coming up on Monday. Uh, on the 19th. Oh, did your shirt get tracked yet or your jacket? I, I haven't heard about it. I got my jacket coming in tomorrow. Oh, I don't know. I didn't order one for me. Don't, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I ordered it the same time you probably yeah, did. Yeah, so it should be the 16th, right? Yeah, but I didn't get yeah, any Harry tra- Seafood Bar and Grass. I didn't, I didn't get any tracking information. You didn't? I don't think so. Check your spam. It was from Jennifer um, Jennifer Rodriguez, I think it was. Jennifer. Okay. Just check from Jennifer, because I, I got it. It should be in tomorrow. Okay. The, the new cartel one. But then the, the merch from mm-hmm. uh, Walk & Talk is coming, too. That's yeah. those. That, he did a... We, we you need to post it, that. Say it's dope. It's dope. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah, with dope. the on air on the back, like what uh, Patrick uh, yeah, yeah. gave you the on air. Yeah, it, Patrick it, Kelly it, with the on air sign. Yeah, then it, I, it, I, it matches perfect. You didn't see that. I did a <sighs> I did an uh, audible at the end, John. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, it was John sweet. hates when I do that, but it, it it really it's cool because from the back you won't have to have the light. <laughs> it's going to be there. It doesn't flash. It just red. <laughs> But the batteries, like you put the, I'm kidding. No, no, but it's basically the on air sign. You, you know how like Under Armour has the thing right back here? Well, back there, right uh, on the neckline there is the, uh, an on air. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yes. You got to post those pictures so people can see it and kind of like, this is the merch and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. 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 But that's not for me to wear. It's, this is, I got that for Jeff. Yeah. It's chefs. Yep. Yeah. The chef alumni and stuff like that. That's going to be great. Because that's you got to talk to those cats. Uh, well, with Victor, you, you, he's he hey, listens. Vic, you know, I know you guys aren't cheap and stuff, but uh, neither are we. Let's let's work this out. <laughs> yeah, we we will. Lucian and over there, a new chef. I mean, you guys need something done, and they they've been with the ACF. I don't know how many years. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta make work this out. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not. Uh, 
I'm not playing games here. Oh, okay. I know. I'm like, I'm, okay, buddy. I'm dead serious too with yeah, it. Especially with the, you know, I love when you, Victor said, oh, this is the one I made for somebody who's famous. And he had like the trim of the color. And I'm like, okay, it has to be pink before I get it. Cause that's the brand for me. It's pink with a pig. And he did a mock-up almost immediately. I'm like, I hate you. Take my money. He's like John. Every time I come over to John's studio, <laughs> I just got a, um, uh, Willie, our, uh, production guru. Um, Free a whippy. Yeah. We got the, uh, the white claw. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the, from the dirty dash uh, yep. series yep. we put together for white claw. Yep. I just got the, uh, I just got the link. Which I'll be posting. That looks so good. Oh my god! Was that with Julio? That's with Julio. It's the watermelon. Uh, oh. What's what do they call this? Yeah, watermelon sugar. Oh, watermelon sugar from like the song. Oh, right, 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 right. right watermelon right. sugar. Yeah, he, he had no idea yeah. what he was going to call it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's beautiful. Good pics, John. Look at that. Look at that photography. I'll I'll post this up. Well, hey, John, can you get that posted on the website, man? <laughs> no, no, because that could be. I don't know. All right, we're working on that. Listen, it, for those of you uh, that are listening and you want to see really something that's behind the scenes, we should really take some shots and show you. John's been working. Um, it's very difficult because of this the scheduling and doing everything <sighs> he's doing. Uh, yeah, definitely tirelessly. The back part of this website is just going to be incredible. All the alums going to have their own pages. Well, our Most. culinary partners, partners are going to have, because, so what we do is we put, um, we'll take like our, one of our series, Restaurant Recipes, and we'll give that show to a chef, like Restaurant Recipes with Chef Jonathan Rodriguez, right? So he cooks all his dishes. We, you know, we make that, um, uh, that series, you know, he gets his own playlist, right? And so it could be restaurant recipes with Jonathan Rodriguez or restaurant recipes with chef Matt Brennan. You know, there's a whole, there's a whole different, you know, catalog of chefs who are part of our, uh, part of our team really. And, um, it's great for everybody. You know I mean? The property that they're, whatever property that they're at gets promoted, the chef gets promoted, the dishes get promoted, even the cocktails from that uh, property. Also, everything gets marketed, promoted all the, you know, uh, all our video is broadcast quality. It's it's good stuff, man. Yeah, everybody gonna get out there and get on our website. You know, we're redoing the website, but get on the current one. Dub dub dub. John hates when I do that. <laughs> the walk in talk.com. Yeah, we still gotta get uh Sammy from Detroit, uh from Sahara. That that meal you wanna talk about craveable. He and he's a, just a great de- dude to having that conversation. That's what I've been experiencing when you travel. I mean, when you travel, it definitely marks your soul. It puts a mark on your soul. Yeah. And some of these people that you meet out there are just incredible what they're doing. And I was talking to Manny about it. And I'm like, you know what I loved about his food? He had such a passion for his food being Lebanese that he didn't want to like dilute it in any form. And he just does it because he loves it. And that's what his parents cooked. You know what? Uh, I got to see what month that was in. But uh, once a year, there's a big Lebanese um, big party out here uh through you know right well J- J- uh, joseph told me about it um i would we, love to because that that food to me is i didn't get to make this last one i want to say this was about four months ago <laughs> there that the food is just exceptional you you feel good about yourself after eating it it's not heavy and you know i feel so i feel like such a dirt bag after i eat the stuff sometimes when i'm alone i do damage it's so bad oh yeah having a food addiction does the same thing to you man i know 
It's terrible. You, know, you look for that and high. The, you know what stings is, you know, like I'll call my uh, my food addiction person <laughs> and my, my sponsor and I'll be like, hey, I got a flat iron steak. Can you, can you do it? <laughs> and we end up getting together and we eat. You know what I mean? I'm kidding. This is a made up story. But that's what would happen. If, if I did have that, I, I, that's what would happen. It would be like, man, I was thinking about barbecue, this or that. And he'd be like, yeah, me too. Oh, the coleslaw with the, dra- you know, nice. And like, all right, meet me at Flanagan's. <laughs> you know, like, all right, forget this crap. All right. But with that said, uh, Jeffrey Schlissel, um, you are a, uh, an advocate for um, all sorts of things. Um, how can you help people? Where do they go? For everything. <laughs> If you're in the industry and you have some mental health issues and you don't have money, uh, Chow is one of the resources you can go to. You go to Ben's Friends, uh, not nine to five, uh, food addiction. You know, reach out to me on my social media handles, the Bacon Cartel. Um, you can go anywhere you can see the Bacon Cartel or underscore Bacon Cartel. With a name like Instagram. the Bacon Cartel, though, it's almost it's, like you're the pusher. Yeah, because you are. You're kind of the pusher. Sort of, you know? but you know, I, I, you know. Listen, we're also a farm. You're like the, this is like the New Jack City of the <laughs> restaurant scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. It was funny because I was telling the guys about the difference, the sauce, and the different names I was going to come up with, like the CBD and the other slap that, you know. And they're like, "Oh, do it! Definitely do the slap that." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll have to get with John because he's going to have to." Do the graphics on the label, so that's coming next. So yeah, John's not going to do that. He's not going to do the SHIT one though. But no, yeah. I don't think so. All right. Oh yeah, I love this one. Yeah, it's cool. Look, so what I want you guys to do out there, I want you to go to uh, thewalkintalk.com and just keep an eye on what we're doing. We've got the podcast, the Walk and Talk podcast. We've got the Dirty Dash Cocktail Hour on YouTube, and we've got Restaurant Recipes on YouTube as well. And this is all broadcast quality stuff. It's like it's like one of those big networks, but with like your local chefs who work 80 hours a week and uh, slumming and slumming it. Um, but the food quality is fantastic, and, and some of these places, you really need to go check them out. Um, you know, it's, what I love is I had a friend of mine call me the other day. That music is is pretty badass. Thanks, well, Pablo. This is what's really cool. One of my friends called me the other day and like, you know, I listen listen to the podcast, but I really like watching the podcast on YouTube. So that was really cool to hear. Yeah. So we, thanks for the feedback. Yeah, and I appreciate that as well. I mean, you know, once we get to um once we get to a uh a, you know, like we've been actually we've been doing here at Ibis Images Studio Ibis Images Studios. Um it was it's fourth, fifth time? Fifth? Yeah. Well, well, you know what? We just, you know, I don't I want to start, and we talked about this a little bit, John. We're going to bust out the cameras when we go on site to these beautiful hotels and restaurants. When, when we're not doing that, we don't need cameras because, you know, we're a couple of ugly dudes anyway. <laughs> Nothing really matters. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. Now, here we go. Hey, listen, uh, Jonathan, uh, you over there, <laughs> <laughs> and Jeffrey over here. Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind. Um, Losing it or lost it? It's gone. I don't even know where it is. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, listen, keep a lookout what's going on with uh, with Walk and Talk. Um, we are going to put on an event, and it looks like it's getting closer and closer. And uh, pretty soon, it just there's no denying it. It's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. And people out there, reach out to us, man. I want a freaking email or a text or any damn thing. Like, message Carrier me. pigeon, whatever. God, Smoke crap. signals. All right, appreciate you guys. We are out.
let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing, deliver healthy taste options to clientele, and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com. (laughs) 